Beth. And I'm Jamie. Welcome to Driver Picks the Podcast. Where I pick the podcast. And I shut my cake off. Today our episode is actually going to be the intermission episode between seasons two and three of the CW Supernatural. Uh, so Jamie, let's get into it. I was going to say, what did you think? But I'm No, not... <laughs> different intro, different yeah. episode, bonus content. Oh God, I'm really not with it today, am I? So... <laughs> I wanted to go through, like we did for the first season thoughts, yeah. basically the same questions. I've got the same list in front of me. Yeah. You know, we get you to rate the individual episodes as yeah. we go, but as a whole, as a season, how are you feeling about it? You don't necessarily have to compare it to season one, but you can if you want. I'll let, oh, shut up. So you can actually <laughs> answer my question. I was like, <laughs> when, when you finish your little prelude, interlude bit, I'll jump in there. So I think... It is actually helpful to compare it to the first season to talk about what I thought of the second season. I don't know how to really verbalise it, but for me it's sort of – I don't know if I prefer it to the first season. Like I think the overarching plot line is stronger in the second season, but also like when I think of the second season, I don't remember any of the – there were no real standout episodes for me, Mm. if that makes sense. Like the first season there were like – episodes where it was like oh like i i liked that episode like that was like if i liked supernatural i could see myself re-watching that like i probably yeah won't so because some episodes that were like a cut above the rest clearly yeah, they were clearly better at least in my brain like i i liked them more but like the second season because i don't know, I just didn't really have the episodes that i was like oh yeah like those like i like that episode like there are a few that I think I would classify as my favourites. When I was looking back at the second season and trying to work out, like, what were my favourite episodes? What were my favourite plot beats? What were my favourite moments? Nothing sprang to mind. Like, whereas the first season it was like, oh, yeah, I loved, like, Asylum and I really liked Bloody Mary and I really liked Toll House. Like, mm. they come to my brain, like, sort of immediately as, like, episodes that I found more interesting or more entertaining or more fun. And, like, just nothing really jumps out of the second season for me. Like, but also saying that there is also no, like, there were no episodes that I was watching this, like, oh, no, like. So it was kind of like there were no epic highs, but there were also no epic lows. So, like, overall it was pretty. It's it's probably overall a better season. It just doesn't feel like a better season because I can't be like, ah, yes, these four episodes that I liked and all the rest that I did. (laughs) Season two is funny for me because, like, like you said before, like the overarching plot is a lot stronger yeah. and I really appreciate that. I really like the psychic Sam plot and everything that sort of goes along with that. When it comes to standout episodes, I definitely have a few that I personally think stand out to yeah. me. But while we're kind of on your opinions, uh, I was wondering, like, you said you had a couple episodes that you were like, these were probably my favourites. Did you want to go through your favourites and your least favourites? Yeah, we can yeah. move on to that now. If that's the section of the podcast we're up to. <laughs> It's weird. We don't normally record with any sort of structure. Bethany goes, so what did you think? And that's all the structure we have until Bethany then asks me to rate the episode. And, like, I throw in a PSA somewhere in there. Yeah. But, like, these recap episodes, because you have, like, set questions you need to ask me. It's I'm like, weird. It feels questions? Very, it feels very formal. <laughs> yeah. It, it's like an interview. Yeah. So I think my favourite episodes for season two were... No exit. It drove me insane because the concrete was wrong. But also, like, <laughs> there was so much Joe content in there that, like, yeah. I can kind of forgive it for that. Yeah. Um, I also really liked Playthings. Yeah, I think I that's a would. really strong episode. I really, again, like, I said the same thing last recap episode where 
I like the episodes that are more filler. Like, yeah. filler episodes are fun. I like just having the characters for a bit where they're in, like, a lower stakes. Like, it's just a normal hunt. It's a monster of the week sort of thing. Yeah, no, me too. I, I really enjoyed that. I also really liked Hollywood Babylon. Mm-hmm. And uh, what what is and what should never be 120. Oh, sorry, 220. Yeah. Second season. Yeah. They're probably my top four episodes of the season. What's really funny about you saying that is I've actually got in front of me, I've been keeping track of how Jamie rates our episodes and comparing them to the IMDb ratings, just just for funsies, just because I'm, I'm interested. And it's funny because like every episode that you just listed is like the episodes that you ranked as a four yeah. like on this list. And I don't know if you looked at this doc before you, you no. didn't. No. <laughs> so it's... Yes, there I you just, go. that's how you know Jamie's ratings are legit. <laughs> I just brought up, like, because I've got a stack of notes in each of them, like, one note per episode, and I was reading through the titles, and I'm like, what happened in that episode? Yeah. Did I like that episode? Did I not? And those are the ones that, like, stand out to me as episodes that I liked. Yeah, and actually, like, even comparing to the, the IMDb ratings, like, the ones that you've rated higher also have typically higher IMDb ratings as well. Occasionally, I know, because I've been adding some... I, I have been looking at some of the IMDb ratings, not mm. specifically for today, but I do know, though, that I have some really controversial opinions yeah, yeah. with the ones that I've rated really low. Tall Tales, for example, with yeah. an IMDb rating of 9.2 and a Jamie rating of 2. <laughs> um, That's 4 out of 10. Yeah. I have a couple that I would also place as, like, my favourites, but... I like I understand how they didn't make your cut. Like I personally would put Night Shifter. I really love that episode. Yeah. It's I think very it's, unique. I think it's very a fun. Fun episode. I just think it's very forgettable. Like, that's fair. I think that's a fair criticism. Like I I do remember liking Night Shifter, but like just when I went back through my it it doesn't stand out to me, you know? Yeah. Like I do think it's a solid episode. Mm-hmm. I just personally it's probably not my favourite. Yeah, and then the other one for me that I would put in there is Houses of the Holy. Mm. Um, but again, that I think one, that's one that's looking back with a with more knowledge. It's a faith. Yeah, exactly. It's the same as faith, where it, the actual episode becomes so much more interesting and enjoyable once you have context of later seasons. Yeah. Cool. It's 40 minutes of foreshadowing. Yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> I love it. All right, so they were your favourites. Did you want to quickly recap your least favourites? I mean, I think it's going to surprise no one when I say Tall Tales. Yeah. I think that was, like, the really standout worst episode of this season for me. It is heartbreaking to yeah. me that it is one of my least favourite episodes because, like, on paper, the concept is so good. And when they get it right in the episode, like, it hits so... so like, it, the jokes land so well when they're good jokes. The issue is <laughs> it's just riddled with, like, sexual assault jokes yeah. and homophobia and, like, sexism and I'm just, like... Racism. Yeah. And race, it just makes me so uncomfortable to watch that I, I can't enjoy it despite how good the premise could be. Yeah, and like, like I said, some of the jokes land really, really well. It's just that the other ones really really don't and yeah like I said when we did the episode it was really shitty coming back to it because I had fond memories of it and now looking at it I'm like oh yeah I, I won't actually go back and rewatch this again I don't think no it's it's disappointing um I think the other one I didn't really like Folsom Prison Blues really yeah like I didn't mind it but like the more I think about it just something about having the prison guard being like the good guy all along yeah. just makes me kind of uncomfortable yeah though that's fair I don't know, uh, Roadkill wasn't a bad episode, it's just kind of a nothing episode, and we yeah, discussed no, this at length in the episode itself. Heart, I didn't like some of the aspects of it, is probably another one that's 
That's I'm interesting. You actually with... you actually gave Heart. Let me have a look. You gave Heart a three point five and Roadkill a three. So like you've ranked them pretty middle of the road. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Other than Tall Tales, I didn't actively dislike any episodes this season. Hey, that is a huge improvement from yeah. season one. <laughs> you know. So um, one thing that we didn't mention that I think is probably worth mentioning is mm. in my time of dying. Yeah. Uh, and also Simon said. Yes. I think those two episodes we both can agree are some of the better episodes yeah. in this season. Especially Simon said. I'm not a massive fan of In My Time of Dying. Mm. I, I, but that's the one where John died. I know. You're telling me that that's not your absolute favourite episode? <laughs> yeah, but here's the thing. John is a fuckwit. Yeah. And therefore, if I see him on screen, I am annoyed. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's fair. So the reason I don't look back on In My Time of Dying favourably is because it has John on screen for a lot of the screen time. <laughs> Objectively, too much John Winchester. Okay. Yes, he dies in it, but also he's to... a fucking idiot in it and it drives me insane. Okay. No, that's all good. I just thought I wanted to mention those two because I realised that we yeah. hadn't, but I think those two for me stand out as well. And Simon said, like, there's a reason that was the episode that we recorded with the other Driver Picks the Podcast. With Abigail, yeah. Shout out to them. They are absolute legends. Yeah. So Simon says was a solid episode. I did agree to rewatch it. It's the only supernatural episode I've ever rewatched. Yeah, so I think that deserves a shout out just in and of itself. <laughs> <laughs> it gets an award, like a little shiny trophy. Like yeah. 205, Simon says, the only Jamie episode. had to rewatch this one. Okay. Does that just about do it for your favourite and least yes, favourite episode? Yes, I think that covers our favourite, well, my favourite and least favourite. What was your least favourite? What was your least favourite episode of the season? I want to know, because you know um, what mine was. I I think I would agree. Unfortunately, on rewatch, I would agree Tall Tales is probably the one that doesn't hit the mark for me. And again, like, I mean, we've already covered it a couple of times now, so you know why that is. I, I'm surprised that you really liked No Exit. I kind of feel like that's one of those kind of nothing episodes. Mm. Like, don't get me wrong, I love Joe. Yeah. But personally, like, that's not one that I'm, like, dying to go back and rewatch. There are many, many plot holes in that episode. (laughs) But also, because you have Joe there, like, the vibes are impeccable. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, it's just a lot of fun because you have the extra dynamic of that third person who's sort of disrupting the, like, normal, like, Dean and Sam show. Yeah, no, I agree. I think that's part of why you and why so many, like, why you will and why so many people do love episodes with Cass when it comes to later seasons because yeah. having that extra character there really adds another dynamic that's it breaks it up quite yeah. nicely. Especially if it's a fun dynamic. Like, yeah, yeah. It's one thing to add, like, I kind of hate the episodes with Gordon in them. Yeah. I don't like Gordon and I don't necessarily love his dynamic with either of the brothers. Yeah, he's certainly uh he's quite a dark character. Yeah. And I think because the show itself and everything that Sam and Dean are going through is already so dark, introducing another dark character makes the episode feel very heavy. Yeah. Whereas a lot of the time we we when we get a character introduced that isn't Sam or Dean, they are quite light. Yeah. Even if they sort of have a dark, like supernatural like yeah. relation. Like Ava or, or Andy yeah. uh in this season are probably highlights for that. Um, the other one that I'm not totally in love with is Everybody Loves a Clown. Yeah. I don't, it just, that particular episode for me, I feel like coming off of the back of In My Time of Dying, it just, do you remember I said that my only problem with filler episodes in Supernatural is their placement? placement? Yeah. I just feel like Everybody Loves a Clown is a really 
blasé episode yeah. coming off the back of John dying yeah. and the whole trauma of that yeah. entire situation. That one, it just felt really yeah. odd in terms yeah. of, like, the overall, like, feeling of the show. Not necessarily yeah. the episode, but in saying that, I don't really know which episode I would necessarily swap it out with. And it's not like they didn't address the impact of John's death. I but think it, just, it would have been interesting, though, to swap out that one with Hunted. Yeah. To go from a heavy episode to a heavy episode in a different way and to really establish the stakes of Psychic Sam in this season. Yeah. And to put a target on the back for the rest of the season, which I think would have maybe added to the tension. That actually is a, is a good point. I feel like... I feel like they probably didn't want to go from something really heavy to something else really heavy, which yeah. I completely understand. But honestly, even like, even if they had swapped Bloodlust in yeah. instead, because that's not, it's interesting. But then again, they're not going to do vampires like four episodes apart. <laughs> Come on, Bethany. It's going to be five. I just think in the wake of John's death, having Bloodlust next would have been really interesting because of John's opinions on the supernatural mm. and like how much, and they cover this in the episode and we cover yeah. it in our episode, um, how much those beliefs are instilled in the boys. Yeah. Um, and again, having Gordon in that episode and sort of putting, again, sort of putting the target on their back yeah. effectively. Yeah. Did you have anything else you wanted to chuck on in there before we carry on? That That is my opinions on the episode. <laughs> and if you do think that we've missed something um, then feel free to chuck us a message or um, send us an ask on Tumblr or over on Send Twitter. us a message if we've just completely slandered like one of your favorite <laughs> episodes. Yeah, so feel free to hit us up on any of our socials if you wanted to chat about um, anything from the season, uh, any you know opinions you might have on certain episodes. Do you think we're like leaving out an episode that should be in like the top five of the season? Just let us know, you know, hit us up. The next thing I wanted to ask you about is character opinions. Yeah. So I asked you before we started watching season one, when we ended season one, how you feel about our protagonists. Yep. So how are we feeling about Sam and Dean? I don't think too much has changed from, like, the first season recap we did. Like, mm. I still think they've given – like, they've given Sam more character development this season. Yeah. But uh, it just – it's like putting a child's finger painting next to a fucking Van Gogh, you know? <laughs> like – Yeah. It's still art. It's still very significant and meaningful and, like, there is, you, you know, yeah. like, there's some sort of sentimentality there, but it's also just, like, yeah, one of these things is not like the yeah. other. I was listening to, again, Abigail's podcast, actually, on their episode on, I believe it was their episode on Everybody Loves a Clown. Yeah. And they made a really interesting point. And they said that Sam is not so much used as a character, but almost more like a plot device. And when they said that, I don't remember if it was Abigail or if it was actually KJ, who's from the Supernatural Opinions podcast. I don't remember which one of them actually said it. But when I heard that sentence, it was like my brain exploded. I couldn't believe it. I was like, that is so correct. Like, it, it was just bizarre. (laughs) <laughs> I couldn't, I like, I had a little moment and I just couldn't function. Uh, <laughs> but you're, they're right. Yeah, like, they're so right. <laughs> yeah, I know. That, and it, ex- it explains why, like, what I'm trying to say, like, so much better than how I'm trying to explain it. Because I know that we've spoken a lot about 
the dichotomy between the character development and growth uh-huh. of Dean versus Sam. And we've talked about how Sam's, like, more integral to, like, yeah. the plot. But actually thinking of him as a plot device yeah. instead of a character, galaxy brain. Yeah. <laughs> I remember our last, like, our season one recap. I was talking about how Sam as a character is just so chaotic. Like, he has consistent goals throughout, and, like, that holds true here. His goals are always consistent, but his methods flip-flop so severely from episode to episode, Mm -hmm. and it makes sense. Yeah, because they're using Sam to get from point A to point B. So he just, he as long as it matches with his consistent goal, they can do whatever the they want with him because they're not treating him as a character with like morals and boundaries and like certain yeah. internal codes of ethics that yeah. he refuses to violate. Yeah, and it's interesting as well when you consider like the fact that a lot of the stuff, especially in this season, is a result of like his prophetic visions. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, because they wouldn't know about any of this if it wasn't for Sam having the visions. Yeah. And so it's like they're using him as a device to get from point A to point B quite literally. Yeah. Because he, it's like it's like psychic GPS. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, and I just thought that that was such a, a galaxy brain's take and I couldn't believe it. And, <laughs> I, yeah, it's it's kudos to those guys. Really, um, if you haven't listened to them, go give them a, go give them a listen. All right. Um, so did you have any other well, – th- were there any other points that you wanted to make about Sam or Dean in this season? I think uh, – look, one thing that I've really talked about quite a lot this season that I, I just want to say again here because, like – it makes sense given what we've just discussed, but also, like, I just find it so, like, funny and kind of frustrating. <laughs> Sam is constantly like, oh, just kill me like I'm a monster, just kill me. And every single goddamn time, Dean is like, no, I refuse to kill you. Yeah. And then as soon as he hears rumours that John said, oh, you might have to kill Sam if he becomes <laughs> evil, Sam's like, why would you kill me? Like, why are you going to kill me? It's like... This guy has had, like, six <laughs> opportunities where you have been begging him to kill you because you think you're about to become evil, and now you're suddenly concerned about him killing you? Yeah. No, it's – I think it's very interesting. Sam's opinion on himself is very fascinating. Like, Dean hates himself in one way. Sam hates himself in, like, a very different way. Like, it's – I don't even know – like, if I was going to put it into words, I think I would have to sit down and actually think about it if I wanted to sound eloquent. But it's almost like Dean hates himself because of what he does. Sam hates himself because of who he is. Like, I don't know how really else to put it. Like, I think, like, Dean dislikes things that he has done or, like, mistakes that he's made. And, like, you know, the way that John has reacted to things, I think, has really, like, shaped that and formed that. And there's, like, you know plenty of discussion to be had there. That could be a three-hour episode just in and of itself. Whereas, yeah, Sam is pretty confident in his choices a lot of the time yeah. and in his actions, but hates this inherent part of himself. Like, yeah. he doesn't – yeah, it's 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 very – again, it's a dichotomy thing. It's like yeah. it's like the two – I mean, he might be a murderer. It is literally in his blood. <laughs> How are you feeling about that, by the way? <laughs> Uh, just a little bit victorious. But then there's other things and like, as I said, I recently re-listened to the, like, season one recap. And you're like, oh yeah, you're only like 60% of the way there. <laughs> I'm like, bitch, what am I missing? 
And I remember, like, it was only after the end of the first season, so, like, 60% of the way there is pretty good considering it's a plotline that spans, like... Two seasons, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But All also, right. like, special children boot camp. Right? Oh, dude. When you said that, I was losing my mind. While we are on the topic of characters, we got introduced to some new characters yeah. this season. Did you want to do any special shout-outs to anyone you already mentioned that you didn't love Gordon as a character? Yeah. Did you have anyone else that you wanted to drop your thoughts on? I do want to make it clear, though, that while I dislike Jordan... Uh, <laughs> Who the fuck is Jordan? <laughs> it's the shoot name of Jake and Gordon. <laughs> My God, what a duo. <laughs> Sam would be dead in, like, 24 hours. <laughs> I do want to make it clear, though, that while I dislike Gordon immensely as a character... I do think the actor did a fantastic job of playing him. Yeah. Like, I don't think the re- – like, I don't think my dislike of him as a character is because the actor was bad. Oh, like, God, no. I think my dislike of the character is because the actor was so good. good. It's, it's – again, I think we mentioned this in the episode, but it is very much like an umbrage-type situation where it's like the actual character is fantastic. Yeah. That's why you hate them so yeah. much. Was there any other – Okay. I do want to shout out – to Meg, because Meg comes back this season. Yeah. <laughs> Love my girl Meg. Jamie, uh, still Meg stand for life. Yeah. <laughs> I did really enjoy Ava and mm-hmm. Andy as characters. I think they were really fun. I think they definitely brought some like much needed lightheartedness yeah. to what could have been a really, really dark season. Yeah. Actually, you're you're right. And I love where they went with Ava, actually. And I do think, like you said, she was robbed. But I I do feel like it is sad that Andy we that we lose Andy because yeah I understand why though oh yeah like I I 100% understand why Andy died like almost first because let's face it Andy was not prepared for that Andy (laughs) was just out here having a chill time and I don't even understand why that was necessary like Mm -hmm. just pick Ava Ava's one for five (laughs) fucking months yeah she could have been an exceptional season three antagonist. Yes. Like, really, because, you know, we know now that Jake dies at the end of season yeah. two anyway. If they had changed her character the way they did, but then she had survived to be a yeah. season three antagonist, oh. That shit would hit. So we know that the LOI demon dies at mm. the end of uh, season two anyway. So can you imagine if they had had you know, Ava want to continue his plan mm. even though he's already dead because she enjoys but the is power. He dead? And, well, he was killed by the gun that kills anything. So we assume, yes, he is dead. But he's been shot with the gun before <laughs> and that hasn't fucking worked. So, like, I'm just – I'm really struggling to believe that this character is dead. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, that's fair. So you think it's like a fake out? I don't know if it's a fake out or if they just find some way for him to, like, crawl back. Come back, yeah. Yeah. Um, But, no, I do think it would have been incredible for Ava to have taken over that role. I think it would have been really fun. But, look, alas, we rarely get what we want in this show. (laughs) Mm. Did you have any others? So, Andy and Ava. Shout out to Ron. Ron, yeah. One episode, but, like, what a sweetie. R.I.P. Ron forever in our hearts. Ron. Also, the lady in Playthings that owns the... The mum? Yeah. Yeah. I did like the trickster in Tall Tales. Yes, yes. Fun He's and interesting fun. character. Mm-hmm. Again, a special unshout out to the guard, Duncan, in Folsom Prison Blues. Oh, and Joe and Ellen. Joe, Ellen, and Ash. 
Absolutely. Icons. Like just, I hope to God Ash isn't dead. <laughs> I might have to quit. I might rage for the show for <laughs> Ash. Also, as always, shout out to Bobby, reoccurring character. He was in last yeah. season, but he deserves to be mentioned again, I think. <laughs> Bobby really is like, he's such a staple of Supernatural. Yeah. He really is. Like, he just kind of, he's like... He's the fandom dad. Like, he's just always, like, he's always there being, like, supportive and, like, stable. useful in the background. Yeah, yeah. provide a stable home, <laughs> full of interesting information. Yeah. And a better father figure than most yeah. of the other characters. All right, cool. Is there anyone else that you wanted to shout out? Any characters you did or didn't like? Again, special unshout out to John. If I could kill you again, I would. <laughs> so we talked a lot during the finale episode of season two about your thoughts and predictions going into season three to the point where we had to actively stop ourselves from continuing to talk because we were going to run that episode so far over time. So I guess this is an opportunity for you to rehash or recap anything that you're thinking about season three before we actually get started into it. So like things that you're hoping to see, things that you are predicting might happen, whether it's for a character, whether it's for a plot or anything else that you might want to throw out there. So to recap my theory about the plot line so far and where I think they're going with it. Yeah. I think... The special children were chosen for a reason, whether that was they had innate psychic abilities or they had specific genetic lineage, lineage, genetic markers, etc. That's sort of where I'm going with that and, like, the demon blood either gave them or enhanced their already, already existing powers. But I do think there was a reason why those specific children were chosen. Yeah. Like, I don't think... It was random. The... Yeah, I don't think the process of choice was purely random. Like, I think, I think the demons just, like, got a map on the wall and was just throwing darts. darts. Like, like, that house will do. Yeah. <laughs> I think he chose them for a specific reason, whether it was their birth date. There's obviously the whole generation thing, and obviously previous generations have also had... Similar Hunger games E. Yeah, whether they got full or everyone died before they had an opportunity, because if they had had an opportunity, why wouldn't they have opened the thing earlier because we've posited that the demon probably knew where the gun was and didn't retrieve it because it was safe yeah. and not getting used. Demon science. Demon science. Yeah. I definitely think, oh, God, I'm hoping that they don't just, like, ignore Sam's powers moving forward and it's not just like, oh, the big bad's dead. Sam's psychic powers are no longer relevant. We're just going to forget that he ever had them. <laughs> I, I hope they don't do that. So you that. hope he stays psychic. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Come on, like, yeah. <laughs> don't be cowards. Let your psychic character be a fucking psychic. Though, to be fair, all of his visions have to do with the other psychic children. And if all of the other psychic children are now dead because they were all in the psychic children Hunger Games. Yeah. And Sam won, but only, like... By default. By default, by cheating. He cheated. Yeah, like, he let's cheated. Face it, he cheated. <laughs> he already had an unfair advantage. He lost. And then his brother <laughs> cheated on his behalf. Yeah. Like, so maybe they'll let it fall because, like, they no yeah, longer have any he lost... relevant subject matters for his visions. True, although he did have visions about um, the lady in home, which, to our knowledge, is unrelated to psychics, un- unless you want to talk about the fact that it's where it, the demon... It's linked to the demon. Yeah, like, yeah. When I say linked to the special children, I mean linked to, to the, the, that, that whole, that whole process and, like, the demon and the... So, like, maybe there are more significant places that he might get visions about, but, like... Sure. Like, maybe there's, like, another Hellgate or something. Yeah. Yeah, okay, sure. 
maybe they will let it slide because, yeah, like primarily all of his visions are about the demon or demon adjacent. Like, okay. So, like, what you're saying is you hope they don't drop the psychic plot point, but you could understand how logically and, like, narratively they could let it go. Yes. Okay, sure. Personally, for me, it is interesting. I really enjoy it. I think it gives Sam's character another level of the depth. Although, even in saying that, we talked a little bit about how once the psychic children started to open themselves up to their abilities, abilities. they didn't just have their initial ability. So, even if Sam lost his visions, there is the possibility that... If they did keep going with the plot line, he could still develop any of the other maybe abilities could, that we saw. Just yeah, like Ava was able to control demons. Like maybe. Yeah. How helpful would that fucking be on Hunts though? Right? Like talk about fucking convenient. Who needs an exorcism when you can just shoot them somewhere else? <laughs> no. So I'm, I'm hoping they don't let go of that. And I think working forward, it's very clear that something has been set into place. I still do think they're working towards some sort of apocalypse, hell on earth, end of days sort of bullshit because <laughs> I find it hard to believe the demon's dead. That just seems like a hell of a lot of build-up for not a lot of payoff. Yeah, he's really only actually on screen for like, what, 10 minutes maybe? Yeah, like two but like seasons? there is so much like, oh, the yellow-eyed demon told yeah. me. Like the yellow-eyed demon's built up as this whole thing. Like um, unless he was just fucking fuck, fucking around and finding out. Like I think he Jesus kind of was. <laughs> Like, like a science demon. I Like, maybe I was giving him too credit in the first, like, two seasons, and I'm like, oh, he has a plan. Like, he's obviously trying to do something. <laughs> maybe he was just like, eh. Fuck around, find out. Fuck around, find out. <laughs> like, I don't know. He might have been fucking around and finding out. But it's never revealed to the audience <laughs> that he was only fucking around and finding out. You know what I mean? Crossing his fingers, hoping for the get best, giving some yeah. babies demon fucking blood yeah. at random and just hoping that some of them develop fucking psychic abilities. Yeah. That ending would make sense if they'd realised that. But, like, at the end, it seems like they're still trying to frame him as, like... There's, like, this a bigger framework. Bigger on. plan. Like, he had... He was doing this so that he could have the part demon person so that they could unlock the crypt and the gates yeah. to hell and, like, release all the demons and yeah. blah, 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 and break the massive fucking devil's trap and all <laughs> that bullshit. Like... It seems like they're still trying to play it as, like, he had this massive plan. So if that is the case and that's the way they're going with it, it was very unsatisfying, the ending the demon yeah. had. Like, so un- Like, that is not a resolution for me. It yeah. feels like when they were like, oh, yes, we pushed Meg out of, like, a seven-story building. She is now dead. Yeah, it's like I can see that. And I guess you'll just have to wait and see how it all plays out. Speaking of, we kind of got sidetracked and I blame myself for going back to the season two finale, but looking forward, yeah. what are we thinking about season three? Now, obviously on top of the fact that the demon is now dead, theoretically, yeah. we also have the fact that Dean sold his soul. We know he only got a year. So in theory, assuming each season is a year, by the end of the season, Dean should be dead. Yeah. Right. And that's about all we know going into season three. But here's the thing. I've seen, like, the season 12 posters and Dean's still on that shit, so I can't <laughs> die. Like, You're like, I know that how Dean dies. <laughs> yeah. And here's the thing. If you were watching Supernatural in real time, like, as it was released. Yeah. And you knew that there was only meant to be five seasons. At this point. I don't think that they. No. No. Only Kripke had planned yeah. five seasons, but I don't think it was confirmed because I think they, I think they were almost cancelled at the end of season three. I may be wrong on that. But if you're watching in real time, you know there's a chance this show's only going to get, like, maybe five seasons at most. Yeah. You could believe that maybe Dean will 
actually die. Actually die. Mm-hmm. Like, if you know the show's on the verge of getting cancelled, maybe they got a heads up from a network executive and now they're working to, like, a season finale, not just the – sorry, series finale, not just the season finale. Yeah. You could believe that, oh, maybe Dean's going to die and it's going to stick. Considering- Dean is either not going to die or it's not going to stick. Like, he yeah. is in 12 more seasons of this fucking <laughs> shit. Like, obviously something's going to happen. That means he doesn't die. Oh, I do know, spoilers in case you haven't seen, I do know that Kaz brings him back from the dead or some shit because there's that whole thing about grip you tight and raise your friend perdition. He'll probably <laughs> die and then that's how he like gets resurrected or some shit. Maybe. I don't know. You'll, like, you'll have to watch it to find out. Yeah. But other than that, like, do you have any... I mean, like- he might have died at a separate time and that's what it's about. But like, it <laughs> seems like-, like the timing sort of times out because I know that's this... He gets introduced at the start of the fourth season, doesn't he? Kaz? Yeah. He's within the crypt yeah. era, so yeah. it would timeline work out. Yeah. yeah. Timeline, like, seems like about the rough timing yeah. of when they would kill off Dean versus when he has to be resurrected. And also, isn't season three the one where they had the writer's strike? Yeah, season three is also yeah. a shorter season. It's actually only, I think, 16 episodes yeah. off the top of my head. Oh, Jamie knows fandom lore. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing else. Just fandom lore. No actual lore. So other than, obviously, so you think that... I'm not lore girl at Stanford. <laughs> Okay, so other than the Dean's imminent death plotline, is there yeah. anything else? Well, obviously you're... they're going to have to deal with all the demons that got released from the Yeah, time. yeah. I'm, I'm assuming that's what it's going to be, and they're either going to discover there was no further plan from the Yellow Eye Demon, or there was a further plan from yeah. the Yellow Eye Demon, and it's still going forward, and it's just unfortunate that he died before his work could be realised. Sure, okay. <laughs> like, those are, those are the sort of two, like, likely, likely avenues, avenues I yeah. see them going. All right, cool. Is there anything else that you want to chuck into this section before we move on? I just want Ava to be back. You know her and Meg would be an unstoppable duo. Fuck yeah. Like, absolutely girl power to the max. Fuck the Winchesters. I just want to follow (laughs) Ava and Meg around. I love that. Oh, how good would that have been as a spin-off, though? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Two concurrent TV shows. (laughs) One about the Winchester brothers and one about Ava and Meg. (laughs) And Ava, like... Fucking shit up, and like you see, like the oh, like the crossover, the crossover, effect. and like the you know maybe they hear about something that went down over there, or like the, they're talking about like Ava and Mega talking about how it's like really inconvenient because one of their minions is like dead now. Yeah, <laughs> I'm full of fun concepts. That sounds incredible. and I'm really sad because I know they did none of them. <laughs> Speaking of fun concepts that go nowhere, yeah. Um, last episode or last season recap i got you to predict what could be the possible worst case scenario yeah. what what is the absolute worst thing yeah. that you could predict that they could maybe maybe do like what mm. would you least like to see yeah. out of season three? Ooh, oh, she's deep in thought <laughs> trying to think of like an intelligent thing to say here. <laughs> like my Why? immediate answer is just to have a season three but i already know that's gonna happen <laughs> No, for season three, look, I, I'm i really dreading unnecessary romantic subplots. Because, mm. like, I think that was one of the reasons why I didn't really, like, heart, yeah. like, the unnecessary romantic subplot. Like, I'm not, I'm not a big fan of romantic subplots on the best days. I feel like some of them can be so unnecessary. I like them when they feel organic. Yeah. I dislike them when they feel... I, I dislike dislike when you have a male presenting person on screen and a female presenting person on screen and it's like, well, they share a space so they must want to fuck each other. Like, that <laughs> dynamic that I feel like we get a lot in yeah. all kinds of yeah. media. Like, it's 
everywhere. I like it much better when it's just like, oh, we have these two characters, and actually, we had the characters interact, and now they want to kiss. Like, you know, like, yeah, it's and it, like, like develops over, like, yeah. a period of time instead of, like, it's like, what's that Avril Lavigne song where it's like, he was, he was a, a boy, she was, was a girl, girl. can Kinda I make it any more obvious? It's like, Avril Lavigne, <laughs> she understood the assignment. <laughs> like, you know, it's exactly that, and you see it everywhere. So I don't really want romantic subplots from season three. I think, like, they've got enough on their plate with, like, Dean dying. Oh, what do I, what do I not want to see? I don't want to see John. <laughs> You're like, if they raise John from the dead, I'm out. Yeah, they briefly did it in the finales, and I docked it, like, half a point. Yeah. That. Like, <laughs> I feel like I don't know enough about, like, Supernatural as a show to be able to, like, accurately predict something that's, like, like, that would be the worst case scenario that mm-hmm. they'd actually do. Like, yeah. Because it's like at this point, like all my theories seem batshit, but then again, like. You've had batshit theories before, like the that'd be demon correct. blood. Yeah. <laughs> and also demon boot camp. Yeah. <laughs> I tossed that out there as a fucking joke, and then it was like, well, it wasn't a boot camp, but it was like Hunger Games. Like, you know that theory from Harry Potter where like Ron is actually a psychic, but never in anything he actually tries to predict. He's yeah. only ever a psychic, like abstractly. Yeah. That's kind of how I feel about you when you say, I've got a batshit idea, don't make fun of me. <laughs> I think the most unsatisfying way to conclude all the current plots would literally just be to, like, drop all of them. I think it would be way more satisfying for it to be part of a much larger plan and, like, even if the yellow-eyed demon was just fucking around and finding out, like, he was fucking around and finding out on uh, behalf yeah, of somebody under someone else. else's orders, yeah. Like, like, the demon science was, like, approved by a higher demon. Like, <laughs> like... <laughs> Like, do you reckon the Yellow Eye Demon's just going around, like, applying for funding grants from, like... <laughs> the Yellow Eye Demon's doing his master's at Demon University. But uh, I think it will be really unsatisfying if they have it just be like, oh, the Yellow Eye Demon's dead now, so... Yeah. Um, we... I guess that's over. we just got to find these demons that escaped hell now, like... Yeah. I think we talked about in Night Shifter with the introduction of Henriksen, who, again, mm. is probably a character we should yeah. have shouted out. Yeah. I completely forgot Henriksen, but yeah. also, like, shout out to Henriksen. He's a fantastic character. Mm. We talked about how they are sort of putting in these threads that can be picked up at any point because Henriksen, again, like crops up a couple of times yeah. through the season and they haven't resolved that plot point either. No. So I feel like... He's just sort of there chilling. Yeah. Being like, what the fuck is happening? He's in the background at yeah. all times. I, I hope that you hope that we get to see like some more of those sort of threads yeah. pulled up because that's certainly something that I was looking forward to when I got to this point yeah. from from memory. <laughs> Going back to, like, 14-year-old Beth. What a trip down memory lane. <laughs> okay, I think that was everything that I wanted to cover with you. Yeah, that's so, like an hour of audio. So. Yeah, did you have anything else that you wanted to throw out there or anything you wanted to ask me or...? No, I think, I think I'm all tapped out. I think this is going to be, a, again, a really long bonus episode. We're, we're <laughs> always, like, we'll do these, like, season recaps and it'll be, like, 30 minutes tops, Maximum, yeah. And then we record for, like, an hour and ten and we're like, oh... <laughs> gonna be like full episode length like it's not gonna it's not a short episode like all right so hopefully you've enjoyed hearing our thoughts on our recap for season two and going into season three join us for our next episode which will be the first episode of season three titled the magnificent seven thank you so much for listening hopefully you enjoyed if you want to interact with us more for any other opinions or if you want to ask us a question anything like that you can always find us on our socials jamie is over on twitter at driverpigspod and you can find Bethany over on Tumblr at Driver Picks the Podcast. Uh, yeah, so. Wow. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you all next time. Thank you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>